And there, bam, just like that. It is Thursday. And I kind of like Thursday because it's trending. What's trending out there? But it is trending Thursday. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Bus, live from Vero Beach on a kind of a, you know, partly, partly cloudy looking day. But you know what's not going to, it's not going to trend on my trending Thursday with two sisters. And good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva and trending Thursday. There, <coughs> excuse me, it's just so much to chat about. And, you know, lots of things going on, new things, revamp things, um, good pivots, even good pivots with some divots in it. You know, you think you're going one way with your business and then somebody says a little something. Oops, I can't, you know. Okay. And then it goes this way. So we're all for that. We have so many awesome things coming up for to close out 2020, but also going into 20. 21 who knows what the two sisters are up to and before we get into trending thursday um we are uh, now on apple podcasts and a few other ones and yeah. did you notice that i updated the list i could not believe it and you know it's so funny because you usually kind of handle it so for some reason i googled it i'm like oh i didn't know we were on that one. Ooh, i didn't know we were on that one we're on quite a few Yes, we are, which is very, very exciting. <laughs> I mean, we're just, when I say we're scratching the surface, you know, technology-wise, as far as not having all the guru type of podcast um, equipment, you know, the quality sound. Hey, this is quality sound. You know what I'm saying? No, your mouth. Your mouth. Right. But, you know, we're... It's not that we're winging it. We're just taking it from, an, I think, more of an organic approach. And at some point, no doubt that we will have the bells and whistles of equipment. But that's really not what our focus is. Our focus is to share. So do you have the full list in front of you? I do, I actually. So we are on Anchor, we're on Spotify, we're on Google, Breaker, Stitcher, Listen Notes, which is a new one. I didn't know that one. Apple, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and I think uh, Copy RSS, which I'm not sure what that one is. I haven't checked that one out yet. And um, But, you know, it goes to show you that we have listeners from all over. And when we say we're scratching the service, you know, we we knew the that 5862 that number and that magic and we're going to kind of close out the year we're still with that same vibe that brought us together and you were so right sister df talking about us being organic organic because part of being organic is we really want to showcase our authenticity which is mostly i would say divots instead of the pivots it's mostly divots because in order for you to be successful in growth and really share the possibility of, a, of a, a dream that's so raw, that's like a rock and you're chipping away until you get to that gem, which takes a long time. We wanted to really showcase that two people, two sisters can do it with no background in that because that's where dreams are made of. You know, part of the journey is showing the possibility to others in their dreams and in their things that they talk about, that to-do list, that that vision that they have. And a lot of people think it's always on that vision board. And sometimes their vision board is stuck in their brain. 
And when you reach a certain age, that's the pivot that you realize time is ticking. Do I want my visions, my goals, the things I thought about doing to go to the graveyard? And what I mean by that is you want those visions and those dreams and those goals to die with you because at a certain age, you do pivot into thinking longevity. Now, some of you that are younger, and we do have a lot of younger listeners as well, that may not really kind of resonate with you at this point. But anyone really in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, more so I would say in your 50s and 60s, you start realizing you're, you're past that midpoint of, of, your, of your life. And how do you want to leave this earth? Do you want to imprint it more with leaving it a better place and making sure that you have a legacy of that you, you made a, an impression on people, that you impacted people, that you helped others, that you paid it forward with kindness and showing them that always being authentically you does reach to great potential, but you just got to get started. And that's what we're showing you. These, you know, we have had a one-year plan. We we're working on our three-year plan, five-year plan, ten-year plan. You you work these things out. And what I love about our organically authentic podcasts and where we're going is we're really showcasing. Wow, okay, they got through this. Um, you know, they have a book that they're talking about, but it hasn't come out yet. And then, oh, now their dad passes. And then we got to, you know, revamp things. And then we want to do A, B, and C, but, you know, you, you've got the virus going on and then the, the craziness. That's life. That's, that's real life. So while, no, some of these big corporations have been in existence for a long time or even uh, big personalities, big podcasts that have been established, ours is, 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 is growing at the pace it's supposed to. And we uh, are not stopping. We've got, you know, we, we definitely had some pivots this year, but that's not stopping us from sharing about helping other people and showing them that they can do it too. That You're absolutely correct. And I happen to be in the, um, in the Anchor app right now. And what I find very interesting about this, by the way, we are 11 away from 1,000. <coughs> which is pretty awesome. So from, we started out on April 29th and through yesterday's time frame, which was December 2nd, um, when I logged into Anchor this morning, cause that's where we based our um, initial podcast off of. So they had this thing called, um, and I have to go on our page again, just bear with me. So they had this thing from Spotify. It's called Spotify for podcasters. We are on Spotify, but it's called hashtag 2020 podcaster wrapped. And I'm like, oh, okay. What is that? <coughs> Excuse me. So it tells us the length of how long we've been on that as of yesterday, we had the minutes of content that we have released are 3,000 174 and we are heard in two countries wow what two countries um that i would have to go back to i believe it's do 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 i'm kind of it challenge here i'll have to come back to you with with that information and also on looking on the dashboard let me just refresh this. 
let's see here. We're also on something called bullhorn. Wow. Uh, this is the cool stuff of, you know, how you start to, you know, you got this, you know, rock or you got this onion and now you start to peel the layers of, you know, as you grow. Never heard of that one, bullhorn. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so we were, we will definitely update that list. The platform changed around a little bit. So it takes me a moment to kind of go through that. And I don't want to waste your time with that. Um, it looks like some of our geographical listeners, um, we have 6% listening in from Ireland. Well, maybe it's because of my green drink. Yeah. the Irish. <laughs> That's right. And then less than 1% from Puerto Rico, Singapore, United Kingdom, Norway, Australia, Germany, but, you know, Canada, oh. <laughs> obviously from the United States, 92%, right. 6%, which I find very interesting. This is very unique. But just to know that perhaps whatever we've chatted about, goofiness, politics, wellness, gut health, trending apps, and our off subject, nothing to do about nothing. If whatever we have said or chatted about has really impacted somebody from Ireland that says, hmm, well, if they can do that, or maybe they solved a problem for me by doing this, maybe I can do the same. And the bottom line is in, in this grand scheme of things, that is what we are after. Yes, we always do go off kind of off topic from time to time. Today is Trending Thursday. Um, and we're kind of updating everybody about where we are in our journey. But, you know, it's also about being genuine, being authentic, being real, and being raw. Um, you know, it, I've always said that if <clears throat> the worst thing I have to complain about is a bad hair day, I think I'm doing pretty damn good. Yeah, it looks pretty good today. It's a little, well, it's thank a little, you. Uh, a little royal. Well, I won't go royal. I would maybe go regal. Like it, the, the thing just keeps on flopping over to this side. That's right. Well, that's why I pulled my own side because I was trending for me on this trending Thursday. Is, uh, today is pickleball round robin. So I'm going to be getting my pickleball on. I did get my Christmas tree up last night. That was a challenge because I was sidetracked on several phone calls that were very lengthy phone calls, but all good stuff. But I was looking on what is trending and obviously what is in the heart of many, um, some not, but I would say mostly was the passion that they want to take their country back. And so we're going to kind of deviate because that's really what is super trending right now besides uh, Christmas and Hanukkah and, and the holiday season. Uh, listening to these hearings that were in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Arizona all week, I've really been kind of enlightening because you get to really get a sense of the citizens that are in these individual states and where they're coming from and the restrictions of that being under and the frustration that they're feeling. And I thought it 
really last night in Michigan in, in particular, because there was a live hearing that was going on. And I'm going to give a shout out to American One News for actually showing the hearings. No, no network currently is showing them. And I really, I like that because that takes us in, inside of the politics and the local politics of that particular precinct or state that you really get a feel for what is really happening in each state because a lot of people thought oh it's it's random it's not really happening but i think what they set the tone with the trump campaign set the tone was that they're all similar and what was impactful was the actual witnesses of what they went through and in particular michigan where that was the one that they were first showing up where they were really harassing the, um, the poll watchers and putting up the boards against the glass those people were brave that came forward. They were harassed horribly. When you hear the journeys and the stories of what they actually had to go through, and these are volunteers that are just, you know, had that calling to be a part of the election, to be part of the process, to make sure that, you know, and this is what we've always done. We've always had Republicans, Democrat overseeing uh, the counting of the votes. And the one, the uh, two common denominators were, were the huge factor, mail-in votes, not absentee votes, but mail-in votes in these seven or eight states that are involved. And the shutting out of one party, but not just shutting them out, actually bullying them, uh, threatening them, uh, verbally attacking them right you know at these election centers where they were doing the counting and whatnot and the story upon story upon story really was a wake-up call and i think that's what people are trending about because they just can't believe that this happened a lot of people thought okay well maybe it's one state and then another state maybe just had some glitches in the the machines and uh okay this state you know maybe they just they have to recount it the other key piece was the, the, it was a similar argument from Democrats in, in all these states, and in particular Michigan, because uh, the Trump campaign did not request a recount. So the Democrats that were on this you know, state legislation panel, that they are the, the, the last wall of defense for uh, Michigan citizens to you know, take charge of this and to actually, that, that's why they're elected, they're the last line of defense with defending the Constitution of what to do. The Democrats that were on that panel kept saying, well, I don't understand if this was such a big deal. Why didn't you know your campaign uh, request a recount? Because that's one of the states they did not ask for a recount. And their team was very eloquent to, be, to, to explain, look it, you already uh, corrupted the whole process by getting rid of the envelope so you, there's no cross reference so what are we going to recount we're going to recount the same fraudulent ballots you know ballots that were put in through the scanners over and over again so of course the number is not going to change you might have some variance but that's not what the issue is the issue is give us the machines we can tell you by there what's wrong but by your own account from your own citizens that were there, they're eyewitnesses. He had, the, the, the uh, team had so many sworn affidavits. So the mockery that these particular individuals on their panel were basically saying, well, you, this is no evidence. Um, so what are you saying, your own citizens are liars? I mean, they took risk 
you know, no one, people that volunteer, volunteer because they want to be a part of something. They want to help. And the fact that these people that volunteered and really, you know, want to be that patriot for their particular precinct in their state were harassed, were bullied, were verbally abused. Then they have the courage after all that abuse to come forward to say, look, something's not right here. I witnessed, you know, the same ballots going in over and over again. I witnessed what seemed to be copied ballots going in. They were identical. Nothing was, no numbers were matching. Um, they, they shielded us from seeing things. You've got eyewitnesses there and then for their own delegates that represent them on a state level, basically tell them they're liars. I was crushed by that. And so that is what's trending and what I've been listening to. I don't know about you, but, but that was phenomenal. I did watch some of it and I didn't watch all of it. So I, I you're filling me in on some of the things that I didn't realize. But what I will say about this is, um, and I don't know if there's that much more we can say about the subject, but um, my re research and what I heard in the news and on different channels, Dominion, oh, let me back up a little bit. The American votes, my vote, your vote, bottom line, anybody's vote that legally voted, that is a legal ballot, stays in the United States of America, period, end of discussion. Why is why are so many people, you know, follow the money trail, follow the the blueprint of the tech trail? Why why did our votes go out of our country to begin with? Why are certain people invested in this particular company? Right. And, and I don't want to I don't want to say names because yeah. I'm still looking at that. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is malarkey like even and i've said this before even if everything was a legal vote we know that there's fraud and it, like that's just the way it has always been this has been so much more on uh a level that i can't even fathom lying directly in front of our phrase it, it's there i think that people would not be as upset if it was a legal vote. Right. right. The other, and the other key piece of that with the legal vote is when you have all these illegal votes, they're watering down the true authentic vote. So regardless of what party you want to, you, you know, regardless of what party as an American, you want to feel confident that when you go into vote, regardless of how you vote, you want to make sure that your vote counts, that your vote's not gonna get canceled out because behind that is another 40 fraud votes going in. And, and that was, I think, one of the key pieces the camp, their campaign was making that you can, you can recount all these and you're gonna find irregularities for sure. But the truth of the matter is, you're going to still be rec recounting fraudulent votes. So there was fraud in so many aspects of it. The only way for them to get to the truth is to get to these machines. And I guess the question would be, if you were on the opposite opposing side, Democrat, and you were confident that your candidate won legally, why wouldn't you turn over 
the machines. Why wouldn't you, if you were that confident to say, because we're not talking about a clo close vote per se, we're, we're talking about something bigger than just these two candidates. Because if in fact, this has been going on for decades, which that's what they say it has been, and then strategically these states, in particular different precincts of these states were actually uh, focused on because the one thing that they all had in common, the common denominator, why these were singled out, these precincts and states, because they were notoriously fraudulent states to begin with. There was a lot of corruption. So it was not like who's ever in charge of the Dominion shows, well, we're gonna choose this state, that state. These are all Democrat states. And they are also in pockets where proven corruption in elections has already been proven years ago and, and recent times as well. The one big piece that they did bring out is they said, well, why didn't the fraud, you know, really happen a lot in Florida? So I'm gonna use Florida as, this, as, as a uh, comparison because as people forgot there was fraud and I think it was two years ago in uh, Palm, Palm Beach, West Palm Beach, that area. Well, guess what the governor did? He actually followed the law and prosecuted them. How do you stop fraud? Yeah, you, you, you go by your own law and you prosecute, you arrest people. So the problem with all these other states, whether they can't seem to get out from under the corruption, is nobody, nobody, nobody ever pays the price. Never, no one's ever arrested, no one's ever prosecuted. You wanna stop the fraud, prosecute the people. It's within your power. It, the laws are on your books, so why aren't they? And I think there was a very eloquent speaker from Michigan uh, who's been in a uh, the, the, the local politics of their state for, I believe she said 26 years. And that was one of the things that she, she brought up. Like we're not, if we have these laws on the books, we don't need more laws. We just gotta follow the laws that we have and prosecute people and bring them and bring uh, justice to the, the local citizens. And we're not doing that. That's how you stop fraud. That's how you stop corruption. Right, and if you might have seen our, our, our viewing um, listeners, our video listeners, I kind of did one of these. I know, what were you doing? Um, it was a call I had today. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. That is I'm okay. waiting for this call, but anyway, that's, that's good. That's all done and over with. So, always so much to talk about. So this has nothing to do with nothing. Okay, here we go. There's a nothing to do with nothing segment. How many of our listeners out there have an iMac computer? I'm just curious. What's it called? The iMac, the Apple. Oh, that's what they call it? I didn't know it was called an iMac. iMac, yeah. I always just said iPod or Apple. I never knew it was called an iMac. So we, oh, I, you know what? Mac, I've heard Mac, I've never heard of iMac. Is there a difference? Uh, no, no. Okay. I think it's just the terminology and how yeah. it's used. <laughs> um, but I gotta tell you, and at some point, you know, I'll, I'll see if I can do a little video or take a picture or something. But I always used to tease the heck out of my brother, Frank, um, Fran, Frank, whatever you call him. Yes. <laughs> Um, because he's set up in his little area and he has, I think, four, three or four computers and then he has his laptop. 
well, it's starting to look like command central on my desk. And I'm okay with that. So that is my nothing to do about nothing segment, but it's all about the pro productivity and things are happening and the Wi-Fi and connecting this. I'm just like excited. Wanted to share that. That's so cool. I'm glad you love your, love your computer. And I'm not sure that I've ever been in love with a computer yet. So um, I'm not sure that I ever will. <laughs> Especially with your fatty boobalati fingers. I can spell, I can, I'm very good at grammar, I'm very articulate, but when it comes to typing, I do have my own language that's called fatty boobalati, so I frequently have people will, you know, be the grammar police, and look, I know how to spell, it's because I got fat fingers, and they actually don't really look fat, but they're fat in comparison to the keyboard that is on, and I know a lot of people use their thumbs, I do not, I'm, you know, fat finger, it's my own language, fatty boobalati language, and I'm sticking to it. If you can't figure out, you know, what I'm, you know, trying to type out to you, then just ask. And on that note, <laughs> trending Thursday, what's trending for you out there? Um, we would always love to hear from you. So much going on. Let's share all that information. It's so good because that's really when you open your when you're not just hearing, when you're listening to other things happening out there, that's when you learn the most. And we're all about the learning aspect of it. So on that note, we're going to close this out. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva, and I am here with two sisters. And I'm Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss Live from Vero Beach, about to get my trending pickleball round robin going on, getting that movement, getting that exercise. Guys, do this. It's trending Thursday. What are you trending about? I always say, you be the trend center. You be the trend center and let people, you know, attract to you because you're setting the pace. You're setting the tone of your day. You guys have a great day. And we look forward to chatting with you tomorrow on Fantabulous Friday. Have a great day, Thursday. Bye, everyone.